Welcome to Bramasol's Insights to Action podcast library of topics covering regulatory compliance, reporting, disclosures, financial management, and financial transformation technologies. Bramasol is the leader in SAP-based finance solutions and a co-innovator with SAP on developing and deploying purpose-built compliance capabilities. Learn more about Bramasol at www.bramasol.com. Hello, this is Jim Hunt for Bramasol's Insights to Action podcast series. Today, we're really lucky to have Dave Fellers, who is CEO of Bramasol. Dave first joined Bramasol in 2007 to relaunch its professional services business, and since becoming CEO in 2011, he's uh, turned Bramasol to focus more in the office of the CFO, and he's guided the company to record-setting growth and revenues with a big focus on accounting compliance, treasury, and finance transformation. And today we're going to talk about treasury. We're going to talk about integrating it across the enterprise and how you do it and what the benefits are. Dave, it's really great to have you here today. Thank you. Thank you, Jim. It's a pleasure to be here. Well, why don't we just uh, jump right in and start with the overview of what are the key challenges that are facing Treasury executives today? Great. And and what a time to be a Treasury executive in today's market conditions and and with the global pandemic. But a Treasurer today, um, and this is kind of true any day, but it's, it's more intense nowadays, is uh, you have to have visibility to cash and cash position. You need to know where your cash is. Uh, you need to know if you have enough to pay upcoming bills. You need to have predictability on what's coming in, and, and those, that predictability you know, may be a little different today than it was a few months ago. So that's clearly one of the most important things. And then along with having the cash is having an understanding of the risk you face. And, and that, again, that risk is uh, the cr- can include credit risk, whether defaults are uh, prevalent or climbing. If cash is a, a strain, you need to know your cash is trapped, uh, possibly in some uh, geography that it's not easily accessible, or perhaps things have changed recently as governments make uh, changes to adapt with the situation they face. Uh, so uh, cash you were counting on may not be as readily available. And then there's other kinds of risks that you're always managing as a treasurer, such as in commodities. And there's two major issues that happened this spring that uh, certainly in the in the oil and deriv- oil derivatives field between the uh, Russian and Middle East oil standoff and then the COVID-19 pandemic. As a treasurer, you certainly wanted to be in a good position to manage that risk with hedging solutions, uh, for example. So these are some of the big challenges. And then kind of one other one that uh, all treasurers are watching more and more, and, and it leads to a lot of integration in treasury functions to the rest of the business is managing working capital. And that's the, you know, the whole ability to understand and collect cash as fast as you can, defer payments as much as possible, manage payment terms, both outgoing and incoming, uh, working with your sales and procurement organizations to guide on uh, where you need to be for that. So these are these are just some of the challenges that uh, treasury executives are, are being asked to deal with and bring solutions to their companies. Excellent overview. So many of our listeners are in companies that have a global span. You mentioned different geographies where your cash might be trapped and so on. And we're going to talk about enterprise-wide integration. So what 
What are the, the functions, you mentioned some of them, but maybe you could elaborate on the functions that are most in need of enterprise-wide integration? Yeah, absolutely, Jim. Uh, and for, you know, for each company, their own situation may differ, but one key trend is, is the overall integration of treasury into the operations of a business is a, is a trend that's been taking place. It's an important uh, attribute to consider uh, in managing the treasury function, both from a treasurer's point of view, and also the CEO, the CFO, uh, and the outsiders are looking to understanding and having that integration uh, from other parts of the business into how treasury is is dealing and managing those topics that I mentioned, like working capital and handling risk. Certainly one of the most important integration areas relates to the integration to the accounts payable and accounts receivable functions. Uh, understanding where the cash and where the cash is in the banking stream, so that uh, there's an understanding of where collections need to take place and and where payments need to to be structured. One of the things that can happen is you can create uh, a concept of straight straight through processing, which is integration now between Treasury AR and AP that allows you to handle collection of cash and payments of uh, uh, outgoing payments in a way where the steps are integrated and essentially occur in one process flow as opposed to being independent steps, possibly in independent systems, that does several things. It streamlines processing significantly. It can increase uh, control, and with all that integration, it can uh, increase visibility quite a bit as well. Related to that, you might use tools such as procurement systems, such as Ariba and others, and tie that into your treasury. Finally, uh, enterprise integration is really enhanced by leveraging reporting and dashboard type features such as analyzers that can give alerts that can be used to manage key performance indicators and trigger when a response or an action needs to be taken. And, and these, are, these capabilities are at their best, the better the integration is of all the information across an enterprise, especially the more diverse and dispersed it is geographically or business unit wise. That's great, Dave. Thank you. Um, next step, how does integration improve cash management and working capital management? Well, and as I've covered, integration plays a critical role for the creating better visibility. But then the question is, what can you do with that? And we have a few different clients that we work with for whom this improvement of cash management and what it drives is very, very important. And there's actual there's an actual return to the company and being able to do this better. And for example, if you identify that you uh, have a need to to borrow cash, essentially to gain gain some liquidity, the visibility you get through the an integrated system around your cash side uh, tells you uh, that you need to take action. And the sooner you know that, and the more clearly you know that, regardless of geography, regardless of currency, you may need to take action in. There are advantages to having kind of an early move capability that can be quantified sometimes to the point of 25 basis points, which over you know a, a significant sum of money can add up to quite a bit of savings if you're able to reduce your borrowing costs um, by those kinds of amounts. And there are companies that are have predicated some of their efforts around integration and managing working capital and cash around obtaining those kinds of savings. Those certainly can be significant across a large company. 
Let's switch gears a little bit to the SAP side and talk maybe about some of the SAP applications that can be brought together for treasury integration. Yeah, absolutely, Jim. And there's a number of functionalities and features within SAP's portfolio. Some of them of particular interest include um, uh, multi-bank connectivity, which is a kind of a middleware that communicates with banks. And so if you want cash visibility, it makes sense that if your cash is in banks, that gaining uh, insight to that is going to be valuable. And the multi-bank connectivity feature includes over 100 pre-connected banks, including across a variety of different formats, whether it's uh, Swift or or others so that uh, you you kind of get that visibility built in. And the, the multi-bank connectivity tool will automatically communicate with this diverse set of banks to let you see your status uh, on various things such as ingoing, outgoing payments and things like that, cash balances. Uh, and this feeds into another important feature, which is electronic bank statements. Uh, obviously, that's a electronic bank statement is kind of one of the backbones of treasury functions and having the ability to use tools like Bank Account Manager and Bank Communication Manager and the automation they bring allows you to have very, very timely, consistent electronic bank statement visibility, even multiple times a day, if that makes sense for your business in terms of managing uh, the processing happening there. One other uh, feature of treasury integration across SAP applications is the uh, accounts receivable and accounts payable processes actually do integrate with treasury uh, so I've, I've referred a couple of times now to the working capital management and the importance of that. And so the, the tool set allows for that. On the on debt and investment side of things, there's a credit facility management module and a liquidity management. These are also tools of, that are part of a pretty broad and sophisticated set of uh, capabilities uh, that a treasurer will want to leverage. And then finally, uh, and again, I've mentioned this before, but tools like Ariba, which is part of the SAP suite uh, that can that link and integrate within the SAP function uh, into Treasury, you know, gives you a lot of insight. In this case, on the supply chain side, and uh, which can be very important for a company, especially in this time period where you're looking to maintain supply chain resiliency, which is very important. Uh, the companies are counting on that to help keep things going. Oh, that's great. One big thing that we've talked about a lot around Bramasol, we've done some webinars on it, is the SAP uh, Central Finance or CFIN function that uh, maybe you could talk some about how that can play into laying out your implementation roadmap and bringing the pieces together. Yeah, so SAP's central finance capabilities are, provide a really a really great tool set to solve some key challenges. So many large corporations have very complex heterogeneous landscapes with multiple SAP systems, possibly other ERP systems like Oracle uh, and other systems beyond that. And the ability from a treasury function as well as a corporate finance to really get insight into the business can be challenged and the central finance is a tool set that's it's actually S4 HANA with the number of enablers pulling information in from these source systems again whether it's multiple SAP or other so that you can get full visibility to things like accounts receivable and payables and you actually can process those uh, capabilities in the central finance layer and so the treasury function is fully a part of and integrated into that which means that you can leverage and take advantage of SAP's S4 HANA treasury capabilities 
in the central finance environment. And if you choose to then move further to full adoption of S4 HANA uh, from a central finance starting point, the treasury piece flows right along with you because uh, it's it's one and the same and it's already there. So it's a, a big advantage there uh, taking a, uh, advantage of that capability. And uh, one of the, as, as, as you mentioned with Bramsall and myself being focused on serving uh, the finance and accounting function, uh, central finance is a key tool set that we spend a lot of time and have a lot of focus and expertise around. So it sounds like it almost gives you the best of both worlds. It's S4 HANA based so that you have the advantage of the most advanced technology. You also have the advantage of if you move to S4 HANA, you already have many of the underpinnings in place. But it sounds like it's agnostic enough that you don't have to do a full S4 HANA implementation in order to take advantage of central finance. It, absolutely. And central finance has solved a pressing need companies have had, regardless of the of the challenge to face the journey of going to S4 HANA, and that's just creating visibility that central finance delivers. And its its key kind of secret sauce of it is its connectivity tools that pulls information in from uh, outside sources into the various finance functions that are contained within central finance. Uh, and again, treasury happens to be one of the strong ones. Many treasurers uh, like the idea of a treasury workstation and the central finance treasury setup is is essentially creates that equivalency of a treasury workstation concept. Yeah, so many companies, they have the uh, um, the burden of their legacy systems that they can't throw away and they have to deal with. Um, and it sounds like central finance is a is a real key agnostic tool to, you know, help unify those, but also lay the groundwork to go forward. Yeah, absolutely, Jim. When when companies have such a complex environment that they've spent years building up and investing in, uh, it, it can be hard to to move away from that information technology infrastructure. And it, it can be hard because of the investments made. It also can be hard because of the layers of customized functionality built in to meet the specific needs. So, but at the end of the day, if you can pull out the key financial ingredients, the key financial information you need to create centralized functions to create a greater reporting oversight and analytics and central finance allows you to do that. That gives companies a great opportunity to gain some advantages of the digital transformation that people talk about while not having to throw away all the, the systems uh, that, are, that are foundational to how companies are running in this, you know, at this time. This has been a great overview, and, and what listeners are asking themselves now is, what are the next steps and how can I get started? So can you elaborate a little bit on that? Sure, and that's a, a great question. Bramasaw has a fantastic process to do a treasury assessment. Um, this is something in you know, one of our special focus areas. So we have what we call a three-step process across four dimensions that we think are a great way for any company to interact with us. It allows through this process that allows us to give a, a roadmap, so to speak, of where you are today and where you can go in the future as a company. And the steps are, are relatively simple. There's a preparation effort that takes place, and then there's a series of workshops, and then we conclude it with a readout and delivery of the results. And the dimensions that we cover include an accounting point of view, taking a look at functional uh, aspects of the operations, then a technical assessment, so the underlying 
technical underpinnings, and then finally looking at the reporting and analytics that are a part of that. And, and this is both looking at where where you are and where you can go. And from that, it gives a, a company a great chance then to, to have some insights on the options available to them to move forward. How, how long does that process typically take to do the assessments and get ready to start? Assessments can be one to two weeks, and Bramsaw has a number of them. So we either can do a single assessment on a single area, such as such as treasury, maybe such as the cash and cash application function, cash management function, or uh, we can also bring in other areas of, of the finance and accounting portfolio, as well as the, the underlying ERP portfolio. So but plans of about a week to two is the typical that companies like to take. It allows us to relatively quickly provide some analysis and then some feedback. Uh, and then from there, companies can make a decision on how to uh, proceed further with uh, other deep, uh, you know, other deeper dives. Possibly it, it gives them the insight they need to make some decisions to move forward on uh, system or business changes that uh, impact treasury or other finance functions. Excellent. And on the podcast page, we'll include information on uh, how to contact Bramasol to engage on uh, the assessment or to get any questions answered. Uh, Dave, this has been great. Is there anything uh, that you want to add as, uh, in way of a wrap-up? Uh, I think you've covered a lot of great territory here. Well, I do want to thank you, Jim. And uh, for those who do listen, certainly uh, follow up and uh, find out additional information we're making available. Uh, Bramasol is a very key partner of SAP and the SAP ecosystem and uh, have been very focused for many years now on the finance and accounting area and uh, focusing on how to help companies take the maximum advantage of the digital transformation that's hitting everybody. Oh, great, Dave. I really appreciate your time today. Uh, I think our listeners will learn a lot. So thank you and have a good day. Thank you. Thank you for listening to this episode of Bramasol's Insight to Action podcast series. We hope that you found it helpful. To ensure that you never miss a future episode, you can subscribe to Bramasol at iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. For more information about Bramasol and detail on our solutions for compliance, optimization, and financial transformation, please visit www.bramasol.com or email us at info at bramasol.com.